back to another episode of Girl Under You with your host, Maddie Drosbeck. That's me. And today I'm here with my sister, Morgan. I'm laughing because we've filmed this twice already. <laughs> First time we fucked it up and the second time we went the for 10 minutes and then realized that the microphone was off. So it's okay. Third time's a charm. It's fine. We're going to have this conversation for a third time. <laughs> So, today I'm joined by my younger sister, Hi, Morgan Drosbeck, everybody. Ooh. Welcome to the stage. <laughs> Thank you. So, Morgan and I are four years apart. She's four years younger than me. Um, which I feel like is, for some siblings, they that's probably like a large age gap and you wouldn't see them get along and spend as much time together as Morgan and I do. Um, but... Here we are against all odds. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I, I do I do feel like Morgan and I were close all of growing up, but like probably like normal sibling closeness until I mean there was like a turning point in how <laughs> close we were. I'm dying because we've literally had know, this conversation. That's why I'm like, oh my god, okay. And when um <laughs> It's your turn, actually. Your line is next. Oh, right. Okay. When I was in middle school and you were in high school and I was like in sixth grade and you were like a sophomore, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... We were dancing at the studio together. We... Um, which was like, we were dancing like... All the time. Five days a week. After <laughs> we school. We were grinding. We were grinding <laughs> every day after school. And... um. Yeah, I was, like, at one of our shows. I, like, just gotten my braces off. And um, there's, like, this one photo on my Instagram that every time I look at it, that feels like the sort of start of when Morgan and I started getting close. That was the first time you thought I was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Because you were making vines of me. Yeah, Vine, baby. We were going viral. (laughs) (laughs) I got my braces off and thought I was hot shit. Because they were doing a dance to Glam by Christina Aguilera that was incredibly sexy for a bunch of sixth graders. But we loved that. We stand. Yeah, it was iconic. What the lyrics. Let's get going. Ready, set, now go, bitches. (laughs) It's a great song if you guys want to check it out. We were like dropping into splits and shit. She's like, Glam. And it was at the phase in life where everyone was doing that thing with their eyes. When it was like the Kylie Jenner thing where you put like the peace sign next to your eyes, but you would, it was like a movement where you would like sort of fan into the peace sign. That was the whole dance. The whole dance was just like, glam. And the duck face too, we were like. Yeah, it was kind of iconic actually. That was when Morgan and I started getting really close. Um, That was also around the time that I got my driver's license. So I was driving Morgan to school every day. Then we were driving home, going to dance together, spending all the time in the studio together and then driving home and doing it all over again. So we spent a large majority of our lives together up until I went to collage almost five years ago. That's true. Well, Morgan is more than just my sister. Oh. <laughs> Morgan is more than just my sister. <laughs> Morgan is more than just, oh, that's Maddie's sister. Morgan, that's true. give us a little intro. Okay. Well, yes, it's true. I'm more than just <laughs> well, Maddie's yes. sister. So it's true. Like, oh my God, you're Maddie's sister. That's like your People oh magazine God. cover. It's true. I'm more than her sister. <laughs> it's true. It's like Dixie and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love um, that that's your reference because in my head it was like <laughs> Jessica Simpson and Ashley Simpson. <laughs> it's just the most like recent thing that was running through my brain. But like, okay, you go. Okay, well, um, I'm 19 years old. I'm a freshman in college. Just finished my freshman year. I'm a dance major. <laughs> 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 Rip. <laughs> Rip my freshman year. But uh, I'm a dance major. I've been dancing all my life. Uh, pretty no, that's a lie. I've been dancing pretty much all my life. <laughs> I actually lied just. I then. actually lied. You guys just got Ashton Kutcher punk. I've been dancing like probably about a decade now, right? Yeah, I don't know. I've I mean, been. Dancing I feel like long. it's fair for you to say your whole life. Okay. Because we were making dances in the basement. We were yeah, boosting we were. those out. Even True. Before. It's been a hobby before yeah. I like actually started dancing. That's fine. But yeah. So I talk about body image a lot. Um, that's what a main part of my online presence has been for the entire time that I've been online. Um, which is why I thought it'd be interesting to have my sister come on here and sort of talk with me about her experience with body image growing up in the same household and sort of having the same childhood as me because I think that we both have had very different body image journeys, um, which is interesting because we grew up in the same house. Um, but I do think that we both ended up in a similar place because of how we were raised. Give me a rundown of what your body image was like growing up. The first thing I really remember is in fifth grade, because before that, we were just kind of like young and nothing. No idea that I even had a body. Right, like exactly. <laughs> like my body was like, I was an enigma. We don't know her. <laughs> but um, in fifth grade, my mom started, I guess I, like, I went through puberty really early, okay? Like, I got my period in fifth grade. Yeah. Like, so, my mom, I guess, like, she was, like, I like that you're calling me. your, my mom. Well, I'm as talking if, to them. Not <laughs> as if it's not our mom. Okay, well, like, our mom. What am I supposed moms. to say? Like, Anne? <laughs> our mom. Our mom. Our mom. I guess. Okay. I don't know. Or you can just say mom. You're talking to me. Okay, okay, mom. <laughs> But, like, we wouldn't call her mom. Like, mom. Mom? Okay. We don't call her mom. We're we fucking, don't. We're fucking British, love. <laughs> so, I guess when I was in fifth grade, mom kind of started living through me. And she would, <laughs> she would buy me all these outfits. And, like, I didn't really, like... Like, I didn't go shopping for myself. She was still shopping for me. And yeah. she was buying me all these, like, pencil skirts and crop tops. And, like, she was just, just like... Fantasy love. She was just like, okay, wear this. Like, yeah. So, I would just, like come up to school looking like an absolute rock star and like one day i went to ccd which it's like a church after school thing that we used to it'd go be to. catholic school yeah after catholic school, school. for like 45 even, minutes yeah so i showed up wearing like a tight black pencil skirt that was like just like <laughs> reaching my butt <laughs> and then like a, a off the shoulder shirt that had like a sparkly lipstick on it and the ccd like sent me to the office and like called mom and she like had a fit and was like oh i bought that for her for her birthday <laughs> <laughs> like i just remember mom like throwing an absolute fit and i like still didn't really know what was happening i was just kind of like what like my mom told me to wear this like what what's wrong with it like i, I was right. just still really clueless then but because I feel like, why would you be right like, you're like nine ten. yeah so that was like the first thing i can think of like where i had someone saying like you can't like wear right. this this is bad because adults are a disease right so that was the first experience i had where people were like you can't wear this this is bad and i was right. like why not <laughs> why not <laughs> but, <laughs> but why, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then so in i guess in middle school i that's when i started like 
really dancing was in middle school and obviously there's good and bad like things through that like obviously dance was like a big reason why I like became comfortable with my body and started like but it also like there's all these expectations for dancers like you have to like be skinny and you have to look like a ballerina and you have to be flexible and you and like you have to stay fit or whatever and I guess I like grew out of that that's not really like a thing that's like prevalent in my life anymore but like obviously when you first start dance and especially at like such a young age at like sixth grade your brain is like thinking that all those things have to be true for you even though like obviously it does not like that's not true at all but also you were dancing with me and you were like my teacher for like <laughs> some point so obviously the studio we were boosting out in that the place. studio we grew up in was very different than most so yeah. also that that i mean there's been. literally videos of we used to have the of most you flashing your Stop ass it. when you're supposed to be teaching the whole class dude i'm so funny <laughs> i'm just like it was such a unique studio because it was really it was <laughs> Morgan and a bunch of like her close friends that I had grown up with them around the house too so it was just like a bunch of people that I felt comfortable with it was like Morgan and all her friends and then me and some of my friends or girls that I had been doing dance or acting with for like years yeah and so we just had like a tiny little family and we really, would do combos yeah. and it was like it was the best really of good, times it was, it was super really fun it was because awesome we would much. dance and we would and it's not like we didn't take it seriously, you know? Like, we right. danced. We did, Full yeah. class. And we had so much fun doing it. Yeah. But, like, we would be fucking around. Like, there is a video of me <laughs> flashing my ass, running through them as they're all doing the combination. <laughs> I think yeah. this was dance team, though. So, it was, like... Maybe. Who knows? I am pretty knows? sure it was dance team. <laughs> which was a little different. I don't think I would have done that in one of our classes, but... You, like, being around me and my friend so much, like while we were at still such a young age and you were like going through like figuring out your body image and like everything at that point as a sophomore and you started to move with Ashley and like all these programs that we were like going to and we were like looking up to you guys so I feel like for those of you guys who don't know uh what move is that she just mentioned um (laughs) Ashley is my best friend and when we were sophomores in high school um, we did like a workshop to eighth grade girls about self-confidence and then Ashley sort of took that idea and turned it into an entire company called Move, um, which does empowerment summer programs that I was a camp counselor at and did speeches at. And then we also traveled around to different high schools, um, when we were in high school talking about self-confidence and leadership and body image in young girls. So that was like something that was going on in tandem with right. being at the studio all yeah. the time and being around me right um yeah so I guess like hearing all that and seeing all that and seeing you go through that at such a young age kind of felt like I was going through it myself even though I wasn't I was processing like what was happening and then my brain just kind of like from then on I feel like kind of like stuck the same yeah um and I was talking to Marissa my friend that um dance at the studio with us and was one of my best friends growing up and still is like how she was saying to me how even now she thinks back to like the time that she spent with you and like me growing up all through high school but like just having us in her life has curved how the way she's viewed her body now and I feel like she said to me 
it would not like be the same i feel like if i didn't have you guys in my life yeah that makes so, me like, happy that's kind of crazy to think yeah. about i always thought it was so interesting that you didn't really like struggle with your body in the way that i did yeah no i never really like struggled with my body it's always been pretty like typical for me yeah. like obviously we all have thought sometimes but like right. i never dealt with anything too serious which is I think is interesting. I there's like multiple influences here. Obviously, my sister and I have two different body types. <laughs> I look like dad. She looks like mom. <laughs> um, but even with that, we were raised in the same household around similar, um, I guess tones and conversations. So you'd think that to some level you would worry the same way that I would, even if you're like if the way you struggled with it wasn't the same, you would have, like, a little bit of, like, anxiety around your body. A little. You know what I mean? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Because, let me... So, I have struggled with my body image my... Oh, my God. I It feels like my entire life, but really, I like you said, you don't really become aware of your body until yeah. you're in middle school. But I did have, like, a couple moments growing up where I remember... Like, I remember in second grade having to get on a scale for a math project and I remember the kid behind me being like oh how much do you weigh and me realizing that I weighed five pounds more than every other kid in the class everyone else weighed 65 pounds and I weighed 70 and I remember being like fucking mortified when I figured out that I weighed more than everyone else and when people were like asking what's your weight and I was like fucking 70 like I I remember being so panic-stricken about that and then you sort of forget about it. You have, like, one embarrassing moment in your class when you're like, oh, I'm different than everyone. And then you forget about it. And then something else happened where you're, like, all of a sudden you feel like the odd one out again. And I feel like I had several moments like that. Even, like, being in a dance studio and when everyone's ordering costumes. Being on yeah. a cheer squad when they're measuring you. I can see that. And noticing that you are a size up than the majority of girls in the squad. Even if you're not big. Even if you're a little, right. like, fucking nine-year-old and you're all tiny as shit you still make mental note of like oh i'm different i'm i'm not the same as everyone and i think it started to get bad for me in middle school around when a lot of people's body image gets bad um i got bullied a lot for my weight growing up um which makes me really sad looking back because i look at old photos of myself and i'm like God, I hate that you ever disliked yourself or thought that you were, there was like something wrong with you. I think like seventh grade is where it seems to get like, there's like a sharp turn for the worse. Um, And I struggled with like restricting foods and I lost a ton of weight in eighth grade because it was restricting and I got down to like 110 pounds. And I remember a doctor looking at me and being like, all right, this is a healthy weight for you. You should stay here. And I remember looking at the doctor and being like, so when can I wear a bikini? Because I still looked in the mirror and thought that I was like this gargantuan beast. <laughs> Even when like, I weighed 110 like there could pounds. Be a where where right. you be like, okay, this is great. Right. You can wear a bikini now. One, I wanted one, the doctor, <laughs> literally, I wanted the doctor to tell me when I would have a flat stomach is what I wanted. Because even at 110, I didn't have a flat stomach. And my brain at the time couldn't comprehend that some people just don't have flat stomachs. <laughs> no matter how much weight I lose, I would never have one because that's just not what my body type is. I never, I'm structured 
curvier. I have wider hips. It's like my, I'm, what the fuck do I want myself to look like? Like, this isn't, I'm not flat Stanley, bitch. Like, <laughs> this isn't build a hoe. So, like, <laughs> I just, I feel like I was just really mean to myself growing up because I was bullied, um, because I knew that I was different. Like, people used to write Facebook statuses about me and shit. Literally, oh my God. I, like, my heart hurts even remembering these stories because, like, I, just can't imagine like being a fly on the wall as I realized all of this. Like I wish I could just go fucking knock someone out because I look back on it now and I'm like, the worms that could be not living in my brain if this didn't happen. Like there's certain moments that I'm like, if that didn't happen, I might be okay. That's fucked up. (laughs) And it's like, I, I look at these moments that I feel like that was a moment that a part of my childhood got stolen from me. That was a moment that fucked me up for like 10 years. Cause it's like, I'm much better now in the sense that I'm aware of what my problems are, but my body images are never gonna go away. I'm gonna struggle with this for my entire life and I just need to be on top of it. Like when I start thinking nasty shit, I need to shut it down. But it's like, it's never gonna go away. I'm gonna struggle with that my whole life. And I have like this one vivid memory of being in seventh grade and logging onto Facebook, fuck Facebook, burn it. Why was I allowed on there? <laughs> and these kids in my grade posted a Facebook status talking about Sergeant Tubbs, which is a good name. Congrats, <laughs> boys. You, you worked out on that. It was pretty good. Um, and there was like a ton of popular boys t- talking about Sergeant Tubbs. And one of the girls in my class was like, Who's, who are you talking about? And one of the boys was like the fattest girl in our homeroom. And I remember sitting there and in my head, walking around, like, the classroom and, like, where the desks were and being like, okay, I'm bigger than her, I'm bigger than her, I'm bigger than her, I'm bigger than her. I walked around the whole class and I was like, oh, that's me. They're talking about me. I am the biggest girl in homeroom. How old are you? In Seventh grade. I was 12. Damn. I really hope shit like that doesn't happen anymore because I feel like we are change- slowly changing, right. like, for the younger generations to not, like that be like a target Cyber for bully. <laughs> like why was that a target for bullies? I don't know. It like who decided? <laughs> I weighed 115 pounds and they were like, Sergeant Tubbs, Fatty McFatterson's gonna break the <laughs> desk. <laughs> like they were oh. fucking mean to me. I do think that is changing slowly though. I fucking hope it does. <laughs> I mean people were cruel and like looking back they used to bully me for like my YouTube videos too, but like, I kind of deserve to be bullied for that. <laughs> so I'm okay with that. Like, looking back, like, that didn't impact me at all. Because it was just like, oh, you're a fucking weirdo for this shit. And, like, I I was. I was being weird on the internet. Go ahead. Call me weird. But, like, making fun of my body, like, stuck with me for my entire life. It's, I don't know. I feel like I've had to work really hard yeah. to let go of a lot of things that I went through when I was younger because I do carry it with me. I wish I could go back in time and figure out like what was going on in my head when a switch turned where I was like, oh no, you deserve to like yourself. I do attribute a lot of why something changed in me to Lady Gaga, just because I think that like the way she carries herself and the way that she was so like, almost aggressively, like, fuck it, you deserve to like yourself. Like, Born This Way came out when I was in eighth grade. So me liking Lady Gaga 
was happening at the exact same time they started struggling with my body image. And I feel like as I started getting more into her, I started feeling better about yeah, myself. I can see that. Like, I, I, it seems so strange to say and to be like, such a big, massive mind shift happened because of a celebrity, but I really do amount it to her. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Like, through the whole Lady Gaga thing, since that was, like, the time where we were spending a lot of time together. Yeah. And you were, like, choreographing to Lady Gaga, like, all the time. And you performed at the talent show, and you won, right? I came in third, but yeah. Yeah, you, you, like, choreographed your own dance to Lady Gaga. Crazy bitch. I love her. I feel like that was, that was, like, definitely a turning point in my eyes for you, because it was, like, oh, shit, like... Yeah. Like, out of all the... Like, you felt like probably, like, all the people that had bullied you in high school, you felt like everyone hated you, and then all of a sudden the teachers were like, she's the most talented! And then do you remember what you did after that? When you did one, one 170? That was, like, at the year after, right? Yeah, that was. Uh, that which, was... Which yeah, was, like... I know. That was, like, a huge... That was point. a huge... My... So, for those of you that don't know, 170 was, like, my senior solo in dance, and... um. It was, it's about, it was about my weight, um, my senior year of high school, and it ended with me, uh, stripping down to, like, a bathing suit and standing in front of the audience, and they gave me a standing ovation. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But, like, there was such a massive mental jump to get from, like, where I was yeah. in middle school to where I was when I graduated high Literally. school. To even where I am now, because oh. I, I weigh a lot more than 170, <laughs> But my brain and how I see myself is way better than it even was when I was 170. Right, because it doesn't Um, matter. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The number really means nothing to me. Sort of looping back here to the way we were raised. Um, I talk a lot about the impact that our mom had on my body image. And for a while, I talked mainly about the negative parts but let me be let me be clear before I get into all this. <laughs> I don't blame my mom for anything. I actually feel like sorry for her and like bad for her because she was was struggling the same way that I was. And my mom has struggled with her body image for her whole life. Um from the opposite way than I have. My mom's a very thin, very athletic, fit woman. She's like beautiful, like drop dead gorgeous. Yeah, she's very And um She's struggled with her body image, and I feel like a lot of times when you struggle with things, you pass them on to your children, which is understandable. And that's something that I worry about a lot, too. Like, if I ever have kids, I worry that I'll pass on to them what I struggle with. Because to some level, it's inevitable. Because, like, you can't be expected to be a perfect person. Because, like, I try to be really nice to myself and, like, fight off, like, when I have a bad day to shut it down, but... Like, you can't be perfect. Like, what if I have a bad day and my kids see it? Then they're going to take something away from that. And it's, like, that's also why I don't blame mom for anything that I observed from her. Because, like, you cannot... When you're struggling and when you're deep in that shit, like, you... It's not a matter of, like, you being, like, yes, I should say this or yes, I shouldn't. Like, your brain is just, like, saying shit. You're not thinking about it. And, um... But, I mean, when I was growing up, I, I used to like overhear my mom talk about her own weight 
and like be unsatisfied with a number and I would be like oh my god I weigh more than her and she's she thinks that she's too fat what the fuck am I and like there were just moments like that all growing up where I was like holy fuck I am this monster and then you get older and you discover that it's okay to be whatever size you are yeah and fat isn't a bad word and um that was also a big turning point for me like taking the power away from that word and being like you know it's okay to be fat it's okay to be curvy you don't have to strive to be thin yeah and when i stopped striving to be thin i think my world changed because now i'm like bitch that ain't never happening for me (laughs) it's all right i ain't that bitch i wasn't built like this (laughs) Um, and you're living happier so exactly and that's all it is yeah I mean, I think it's interesting that you didn't take away any, like, anxieties about weight from observing that. And even, like, the way that our family talks about food. Yeah. I don't really know. I guess it's because, like, me and mom are very similar, like, in size. Mm -hmm. So when I see her, like, stressing about, like, numbers on the scale... But, like, I like what I see when I look in the mirror. It's always kind of, like, <laughs> like, come on. Like, shut up. <laughs> like, what, what? Like, come yeah. on. It's weird because up until recently, I had never thought about, like, the positive ways in which mom specifically influenced yeah. my body image. I just had never considered it. It's weird because I always used to think of myself as, like, a contradiction because I was, like, to this day I feel like sort of contradictory inside my brain just because I like really do like struggle deeply with my body image but on the surface you might not even know that I struggle because of how I carry myself and like because of how like revealing I am and how like openly sexual I am and like how proud I am of my body you might think that like oh my god she's so confident she's fine but then like I am all of those things. Like, I am, like, very comfortable being sexual. I'm confident I'm all that. But I also struggle very deeply with my body. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because I think our mom is the same way. And she has definitely struggled with her body. But she was always dressing and revealing clothing, like, to the nines. She's a hairdresser. She's hot. Like, she's... She would go every Saturday night. Her and my dad would have, like... Or dad, sorry. (laughs) My dad. My dad. (laughs) (laughs) They would have, like, date nights on Saturdays. And I remember being so little, going into her bathroom. And she would, like, put on red lipstick. She'd be... She would, like, spray her perfume everywhere. And that was, like, the smell of Saturday night. And I was like, oh, shit, the babysitter's coming. I'm like, (laughs) we're here to make boards in the basement. (laughs) Holy shit. And, like, I just remember, like, she would put on her heels. That is so interesting you say. The smell of Saturday night. It was. It's like, I I know exactly what you're talking about, With the hairspray and the perfume mixed together. And dad's cologne. Yeah. Yeah, I can smell it. And just, like, seeing her, like, dress up. Like, and getting excited to do that. And, like, she would, she was, like, so into, like, fashion. Like, she was, like, yeah shopping all the time. BB. Was, like, guess. BB, guess. Like, she everything sparkly, red and cheetah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. Cool she, she was a cool mom. She, she always was. Was, is. I say it like she's it's passed <laughs> on. <laughs> she is She the is. Cool she mom. is the cool she mom. She still does all this, <laughs> even though she's 50... One. One. <laughs> <laughs>
I say now, I talk a lot about how I feel very empowered by being sexual. And I never considered how I could have unknowingly learned that from mom. Yeah. Not even that mom has ever been like outwardly sex positive with us in the way that she speaks. Like it's not like she's ever been like, We've had conversations like <laughs> yeah, that really, ever. Yeah. But I think it's mostly in like the way that she carries herself and also in the ways that they, both mom and dad, let us explore right. our sexuality. They like support us. Without ever saying anything to us. Like Morgan and I used to, when we were doing dance, like Morgan mentioned that dance contributed a lot to her self-confidence. And yeah. I totally feel the same way. But it was because the dances that we were doing were very sexual. Yeah, they were. And that was, like, me... I got to, like, celebrate my body in a way that made me feel hot. And it wasn't for anyone. Like, we right. were in the studio looking at ourselves in the mirror. And it's like, you're serenading yourself in a way. Yeah, I still do that. And That's it's, like, it just... It dance. feels good to, like, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I feel hot right now. And Morgan and I were young doing this. We were young, like, dancing these sexy-ass dances. We would go to competitions and be... Like stripping off clothes yeah, on did. stage, like literally, <laughs> we were like legendary. Yeah. Like that is such like a badass attitude to have as like young people. Yeah, and the fact that it was never for anyone either. Like it's not like we went out and did that even considering like, right. oh, I hope a boy's gonna yeah, be in no. the audience. Like I don't think either one of us ever had that thought even for a second. No, and like <laughs> our parents never slut shamed us, never told us what we could or could not wear, yeah. never told us how we could or could not act, never questioned our, like, dancing or how sexy we acted at a young age. They yeah, were like... Which a lot of parents did. Right. A lot of parents questioned our parents. Right. Like, a lot of parents were like, who allowed this dance on stage? It's like, why do you care? These aren't your children. Literally. They used to do it Karen. All- <laughs> like, hello? Literally. Like, because, I mean, you see a lot of parents do it to their own kids, like, policing what they wear and slut-shaming yeah. them and whatever. I mean... They do it to their own kids. And then when they run out of being able to do it to their own kids, they go on Facebook and start doing it to other people's kids. Yeah. Or they, like, go to a dance competition and they see other students. They're like, um, hello. What helped me push farther along in my body image journey was having that. Was being able to, like, feel sexy. And, like, love my body in that way. That's true. That's what pushed me along farther. If I didn't have that... If we didn't, if we had different parents that were like, no, you can't wear this. Don't be dancing like that. Right. I definitely would not be the same person. No. And, like, I do feel like because we were never, like, slut-shamed, my body image is a lot better than it could yeah. have been if we were. And I think that's a big reason why a lot of people find that in college. Because yeah. they have overprotective parents that don't let them discover things like that and then they go to college and all of a sudden things are completely different yeah and i think we both just found that a lot earlier than most people i also remember in like 2016 morgan and i went to a music festival so i was 19 and you were 15 yeah we went to a music festival and then posted a picture on instagram facebook or something and my mom reposted it because we're beautiful gorgeous women and this woman commented like freaking the fuck out like literally having like the worst day of her entire was life because we were wearing a lot of makeup 
it was, what photo was it, it was the one of us at boston calling yeah, that's what do you remember that yeah the selfie of us with no, not the selfie. The one where we're like standing oh, back, and I was wearing a bra <laughs> with um with a like crochet shirt yeah. over, so it was like you could see my bra and my stomach. It was just like lace. Yeah, and then she I was wearing it. like a tie up top where you can see my knockers just yeah. absolutely peeking out. Of oh yeah, you're wearing the lace up. Yeah. Yeah. And this woman comments on my mom's Facebook page, like, just up in arms that she would allow her daughters to go out in public like this. And Anne fought back. She did. I mean, Anne took no shit. She was like, you're absolutely not. You're speaking about my daughters like this on my Facebook page? Yeah. Honey. <laughs> but for Honey. real, why would anyone do that? And Anne is the OG Facebook warrior. She is. Like, she op- she opens up her eyes every day, and she thinks, what am I going to fight about on Facebook today? <laughs> like, that is her it's driving true. purpose in life, so don't fuck with her. Also, some of the things that could come off as, like, part of her body image, like, the fact that she wakes up at 5 a.m. and goes running every morning, <laughs> yeah. like, obviously, it's not part of it anymore. Like, she just likes running, right. but, like, that's how it started, I think. Yeah. But for me growing up, that was just like, wow, she's just like the strongest woman I know. Yeah. Like she's <laughs> grinding out here at 5 a.m. And like, I feel like that impacted me positively because that kind of influenced me to view my body more of like, like treat it right. Don't mm-hmm. like, don't do this because like, oh, I feel bad about myself and I want to look this certain way and I hate that yeah. people say this about me, but more just do it because, like, this is what you like to do. And I feel like mom actually loves running and I feel like... Yeah, definitely. Now that Morgan and I are... Not that we're grown, because we're both young and I'm sure in, like, another four years we'll look at who we are now and be like little bitch <laughs> but now that morgan and i are a bit closer to being grown and have um gained quite a bit of confidence in ourselves i think that i mean i'm i'm interested to hear like how you think that people perceive you and react to you as like a confident woman i think it honestly depends on who you're talking to because i think there can be two three maybe three very different interpretations <laughs> um <laughs> let's expose them first being a lot of my friends at least will tell me like like you're so confident like i wish i could like be as confident as you or like yeah. you're so like comfortable like taking photos and like you're not like awkward on camera like when you pose like whenever I'm doing photo shoots with my friends they're like can you like pose me I'm just like naturally like confident and like yeah sexy and they're like like I want to do that I'm like you can't like you can't just it's a mindset yeah it is a mindset I truly believe that but I guess the second thing would be like oh this people say this about both of us like oh they're full of themselves they're Mm -hmm. cocky I love that. <laughs> like, no comment. Like, <laughs> I love it so much because, first of all, I just hate the use of the word cocky as an yeah. insult. I hate the idea that you would dislike someone for liking themselves too yeah. much. Like, obviously, there are, like, narcissists and people who are, like, psychologically 
fucked up. But then there are people who are just confident and just like themselves Mm -hmm. and aren't going to, like, take your shit about whether or not they deserve that. And some people just get fucking mad about it. And maybe they'll call you a narcissist, too. Like, they'll use the word narcissist because it feels big and bad. And they're like, oh, so it's justified if you're a narcissist. (laughs) You sound like a fucking moron. Yeah. Like, it just is so stupid to me. Why would you dislike someone for liking themselves? Why does that make you feel any type of way? I agree. And I think we've both had experiences like that. Like clearly, that's why I be getting fired up. Like I have a right. whole TED talk prepared. <laughs> yeah, can I like name names? Okay, I'm not gonna name names. <laughs> but like recently, like um, someone that I was close with, they were like stalking my old Instagram, and I heard through another friend that they were like, and this these keep in mind these are pictures of me when I was in seventh grade. Like wh- that time we were talking about, we're yeah. like. We were bad bitches, glam, Christina Aguilera. We were like at a dance competition, and we were like in the hotel room, and we were like taking sexy pics, like <laughs> I love like us. in the hotel room. And I had red lipstick on, and I was I like laying photos. on the bed, yeah. <laughs> like this. They were something. great photos. They were, and like I was like young, like like whatever, like. And Dude, who cares? None exactly. of us were doing that because exactly. we were trying to entice someone. We were doing exactly. it because we felt good. Exactly, and like. This bitch scrolled all the way back to, like, when was that? 2013? Yeah. And was, like, being, like, oh, my God, what, like, why was she posting this? Like, like I guess slut-shaming me or something for posting that way back then. I'm, like, I'm sorry. First of all, why do you have the time to, like, <laughs> scroll all the way back on my Instagram just to shit on, like, 2013 me? Like, she's not hurting you. Right? <laughs> what did she do to you? You don't even you, know her, bitch. Yeah. And I don't know. Just, like, it doesn't make sense to me at all. And, like, literally every single person that I've ever heard through the grapevine that they've said things like that about me they are people that i have had no issue with i'm like honey i was over here thinking positive thoughts about you when you were mad because i liked myself (laughs) i'm gonna take that shit back now (laughs) like what the fuck it's it's a reflection of how they feel about themselves at the end of the day because when you are confident and comfortable in yourself um you only can hope that other people feel that right. way too. You want other people to also feel that way. I would never in my life, literally never in my life, my brain would not beep boop bop compute to that final never, conclusion same. of like, I hope I you're a narcissist. You're so fucking cocky because you feel good about yourself. Like if I see someone acting like a bad bitch, they clearly like themselves, titties out on the gram. I'm like, let me like right. that and post it to my story. Yeah. Gotta support bad bitches. Bad bitch behavior gets rewarded. I think a lot of people think that if you're posting that, you're posting it for someone and you want right. like, this person to see it or whatever. But I personally don't feel that way at all. Mm-hmm. When I post pictures, it's because I like them and like I like taking photos. I right. Li- I, we like modeling. Like It doesn't mean we're posting this because we're sexy and we want this guy to see it for sex appeal right. like it has nothing to do with anyone else and i think a lot of people Never. think that yeah i don't here's the thing right like why would i post something to get the attention of like any sweaty male in america <laughs> like i don't care if you observe that and you're like oh hot i like it good for you that's your treat that's your reward <laughs> 
for the day. But, like, I didn't post that for you. Right. My favorite thing is one time I got called out by some guy that I, like, was loosely talking to. He, we were, like, on the verge of, like, not talking anymore. And he DM'd me on Instagram after I posted a hot picture of myself. And he was like, bet you thought that thirst trap was going to get me to DM you. (laughs) Ha ha. That plan did not go through. And I was like, what the fuck? First of all, apparently it did. Because you're messaging me right fucking now, you actual moron. Your brain processes information in, like... 0.2 0.2 second intervals by the time you could have understood that i didn't post that for you and i did it because i just feel good in myself you'll be fucking 80 by the time you discover yeah. that like some my brain hurts just considering that fact but yeah it's <laughs> like i'm never i've never i have never might i've just never done that does it feel good when the person you like comments on your shit of course sure yeah, call me hot. I'm not yeah. gonna tell you not to. But did I post that for you? No. Nuh-uh, bitch. No. I am not your hoe. You are mine. <laughs> <laughs> when and if I ever start dating some rando fucking dude off Instagram, you can make note that it will be him toting me around on his Instagram, not me being like, everyone look at my boyfriend. Fuck, dude, if you think I will ever be that bitch, you've got the wrong one. You've got the wrong one. I didn't come here for you. My Instagram is for the titties only. (laughs) Do you remember when I posted that, like, picture of me doing Ariel on the beach and you could, like, see, like, my underwear line because my my shorts are coming up? And it was up for, like, an hour, maybe. And all of a sudden, I looked at it and had over, like, 70 cents, like, sends to other people, like, yeah. like through DMs. Like, it had, like, over 70 or something yeah. crazy. And it was only been an hour. And then I was, I checked my DMs and I had all these, like, requests from random ass, like, dudes that were like, oh, my God, your pussy's out. Like, we can see your pussy. Like, put it away. And I was like, no! I was like, what? I was like... I was like, wait, this isn't my pussy in the because it didn't even it didn't like you were wearing like nude colored underwear and like, something. It wasn't like even. it was they not the fuck. But out. they were all like, like oh my so god, many, the flaps. So many people were so <laughs> triggered by that, even though it was not my vagina. It was literally like the edge of my underwear. Yeah. And you couldn't see anything. And it was a picture of me doing a fucking cartwheel. Like, <laughs> relax. It wasn't even like And yeah. now they're acting like you're like fucking like spread eagle on the ground like in the fact that they were using the word pussy too like (laughs) all right well thank you guys so much for listening be sure to follow morgan on the gram at morg drags except it's actually morg draws because the g in our last name is silent okay well we're just gonna say morg drags (laughs) but she's lying to all of you (laughs) (laughs) and be sure to follow me at maddie drawsbeck and i'll spell it for you this time in case you still don't know (laughs) d-r-a-g-s-b-a-e-k now you cannot make up any excuses for why you're not following me and that's that that's the episode thank you guys so much for listening Um, and I'll see you next week.